0: And it might like yeah. Oi oi. Here we go, we're just waiting on So we're just waiting on you Dave Pal. I'm just going to hang up. Right, you should be able to, to click that link. And it'll... Here we go. Here we go. Yes! Right, here we go. Right, awesome. Really? Aye, that will work. Aye, just click your link. I sent you a messenger. So um, alright, mate, Aye, aye. No worries, no worries. Right. So as per fucking usual, there's always a problem. So um. As you can see, this is the first time we've ever done a live podcast, and who better to to get to do it than uh, than Dave You know, so uh, so um, let's say. Uh... Oh, here we go! Right, right now. Hello. Oh, there we go. Am I with you?
1: You're fucking with me. <laughs> that, that, that was a, that was a bit of a, a cluster fucking
0: the time. I know, but I knew that's why I thought Ken, it's going to be fun. Like yeah, because at the end of the day, man, like um, you're a uh, you. tell you what gave me the idea. Last night, right, I really enjoyed your show. Me and the wee man watched it. Right, it was phenomenal. Like you, <laughs> you had you have got a great presence and. And, you know, you put on a great show, regardless of uh, whether it's live or digitally. And I wanted to talk a bit about it because it, it was obviously like a new thing for you. Now, you've done a lot of stuff, haven't you? You know, you've done a lot of, like, I mean, I know you're more technical than me, I suppose. But, you know, you've done a lot of, you know, you've done a lot of cool stuff in your life. And uh, to to still be doing... done a lot of uncool shit as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, like being late for this was one of them, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. You know? <laughs> but anyway, oh, I tell you what, I think somebody was keeping score on our swearing, so that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I so, like, for, for folk who don't know you, right, um, like, like share some of your experiences so far, because, I mean, you, you've played with Steve Errol and everyone else, eh? so, um, how different is it having to play, o- um, online?
1: Um, well, it's a weird thing that, the- the the live streaming thing I first became I kind of first became aware of that about God it was probably about four or five years ago when Facebook when when Facebook first announcement announced it and I discovered it uh, that you could go live I was like hey this is mental but I was really only using it as a way to promote things so I would go live cooking shit I would go live to to tell folk I had a gig coming up yeah. uh, to chat. I would sometimes play a song as part of it. But the problem we had at the time was we were up in the side of Loch Lomond and the internet was shite up here. Aye,
0: aye. So
1: we had like less than one meg of upload speed. So but I got a new mobile phone just after it started happening and uh the, the live streaming happened and uh, I noticed that I could get sometimes I could get two bars of 4G. And then, but it, it was flaky. So I realised if I wanted to actually do a live stream, I was going to have to do it from a phone. I was going to have to do it over data, 4G rather than Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to have to walk two miles up the loch side to a wee pocket of space where there was a better signal. So I would trudge up there with my guitar in the piss and rain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting a fucking you know. rock. <laughs> no,
0: no I, I've still, I've done a few of them recently. Like, I mean, Me and Fiona have been away up in the middle of the fucking woods, you know, and the the tripod, the fucking phone, and a resonator and a fucking hard case,
1: you know what I mean? But, you know, the thing is, at least now, you know, we have that, because the the data signal, mobile phone data signals are more reliable, and we've now got brilliant Wi-Fi here, we will get fibre. So, but at the beginning of lockdown, we still had shit internet, and I hadn't really ever thought about... Playing a show or playing a gig or thinking of as a potential income stream. So I uh, the the folk there, there's a there's a pub in the village and uh, the the folk that run it uh, got a commercial connection in. It yeah, gave yeah. Them Faster faster internet and they suggested that they just provide us with a wee bit of internet. So. Uh, they put a wee, a wee dish on our, on our roof and put a, a sender up on one of their roofs. And by behold, we had 10 meg upload speed all of a sudden. So that was the first that I could thought, right, I can actually do a show here. And at that point, I hadn't thought about ticketing it. I was just doing, you know, the PayPal me donations. Aye, aye, aye. I still do that. And at that point, you know, Facebook still hadn't really started throttling it, so uh, you know, I was getting, you know, you, you'd you'd get three or four hundred people easy for a show, aye, aye, and the donations were fucking amazing. The, the level of support from people actually was astounding. But after doing a couple of them, it became a became apparent to me that there were lots of scammers and uh, fishers and what have you, trying to divert people to. Give credit card details and all sorts of things. Aye, fucks it off for the people who are trying oh. to survive off it. So we started to, to think, right, uh, what we need to do here. Uh, it needs to be ticketed. That'll maybe help a little bit. And I went through all the experimentation of using Eventbrite and Zoom and porting Zoom into Facebook and using Facebook's own ticketing platform. Aye, aye. So we tried you know over over the last couple of years i've i've've I've tried them all and because I feel that you, you know now if you just do a live stream like if i if I do a a live stream just straight to my page or my profile, not not my group but my page or my profile yeah. you know it, 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 now I'm lucky if I get forty or fifty feet people because I don't think Facebook lets people know in fact I think Facebook fucking hides it. I think,
0: I think um, now, right, so i tell you who's a good person to comment. I don't know if you can see the comments or not, like I can, but, um, so Fiona, um, uh, I see her here. Hey, Fiona, how, how is she? Is she? I, 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 she's feeling shite, but I mean, I think she's feeling better. I don't know, she'll maybe tell you in the comments if she bothers her ass. Fiona, I hope
1: you're feeling better.
0: She's sharing the show, apparently. So she has. Aye, good, <laughs> good lassie just oh, keeps
1: her in the good books. But it is strange the way it, it's, you know, the, the reach and the, the, the viewer count has plummeted. I mean, the one of the very first live streams that I did uh, was at a pal's house down the road, and I went live. I don't think I even announced I was going live. We were making beer, and in between uh, getting the, the beer machine going, I would play a couple of songs. Uh-huh. I think I had something incredible like... Within twenty four hours, I had something a reach of about sixty or seventy thousand. Fuck me! That's
0: good, like aye, that's absolutely. But,
1: great. you know, now n- now you look at the reach of them, and you're lucky to, you know, it is. So really, that that told me that the best way ahead to this is always make it ticketed, and you know, use live streaming to casual, informal live streaming to hit, try and promote things. And uh, oh, Fiona feels like an extra from The Walking Dead. Sorry, ah, oh, man. Hopefully, you'll feel better tomorrow. I can't
0: wait your gram. match again. Have yeah, a
1: yeah. fucking gram.
0: Uh, I, that's, that's what I told her, by the way. You know, you need to fucking get full of spirits, you
1: know. Well, that's two of us, you know. We might, we can't both be wrong, you know.
0: No, absolutely not. I mean, fucking hell, <laughs> but, like, I was half pissed last night. See, after watching your. your... After
1: show or that oh man that after show bit trying to play
0: songs that I didn't know. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell man. hey, got to the got to the end it and uh, I was like at the Deacon. So I did you enjoy it, son? And he says, I agree. I says that's good because now you're the babysitter. <laughs> so, uh, it's great funny no, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the songs as well. Um and, oh, uh, be, man. Yeah,
1: this, this live stream thing, you know, it Now I do informal, occasional, off-the-cuff live streams to promote things. I do a Monday night live stream that's free, but it's in my Wildcats Facebook group.
0: Yeah, tailored group, yeah.
1: And uh, so people have, it's free to join the group, but people have to be in my mailing list to get to join the group. And uh, so it's just a way of trying to, I guess, trying to manage it so that it's not all, people aren't just, oh, I've heard this guy a million times, you know. And
0: I know, actually, I tell you what, I do far too much for fuck all like, eh? And it's not it's not because I'm thick, it's because I love playing music and I never really think about it at the time, eh?
1: Also, the thing is that, you know, I suppose in the grand scheme of things, uh, you, you're at the, the start of your journey doing the solo thing and establishing yourself and getting out there. uh uh-huh. You, you know, it's like when I started doing this, there was no big streaming and what have you. But I would be out. I, I was playing 200, 250 shows a year. I mean, they weren't free, but by fuck, I was knocking my pan in. And I can imagine like, I. Ultimately, we weren't really making any money because our our expenses were through the roof and I was playing gigs for, you know, what, 150 quid, 200 quid, sometimes two, two a day and take my own PA go into a place, drive drive 300 miles, set up a PA, play two forty five 45-minute sets, de it, pack the car, travel another 50 miles, set up, PA again, another 245-minute set, then it's fucking three o'clock in the morning and you're absolutely cunted, you know? It's, oh, man, you know? But it was important to do it. And I, th- I think doing the live streams and doing free live streams, you know, it, it's, I guess, the trick. It's like gigging, it's like everything is. You've got to do a certain amount of this stuff for nothing, and, and let, get get a foothold. I, I
0: actually, be, actually be relevant before
1: you start asking for shit. Because I, I, you know, sometimes I felt that with the live stuff, you know, and I've always, I've, I've got previous for this, because every band I've had, you know, we would play for, we would play gigs where we were getting paid, but free entry gigs, and we would do them for maybe a year, and then I'd be like, right, right, that's, we've done enough of that. Ticketed gigs only. Now, as soon as you do that, of course, instead of going to maybe a pub and getting paid five hundred quid, and and, and and having okay, like so lots of people, maybe not all listening, but whatever you have, lots of people, uh, and and five hundred quid, and uh, so we would go from doing that to going and doing ticketed shows that might have had a couple of hundred people at them. But by the time you paid all the expenses,
0: you were lucky if there was 50 quid profit. Then. I know, I know. And I tell you, you, so, I mean, for anybody who's listening, who's actually a, a working musician, um, the other reason I asked you to do this is because when I spoke to you the first time, you Fiona's what I know, fuck, you using your beard, and I'm just, like, happy to get swearing before she showed up and gave me a row for it. <laughs> uh, but but the bottom line is, um, I know fine well that you're, a, you're an, an incredible, intelligent man, right? And and you've made you've made a great career out of working hard, right? There's <laughs> no made other way. Of...
1: Career out of being a one finger guitar monkey. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I'm no much better, mate. Honestly, but uh,
1: <laughs> you, you use more fingers than me all the time, man.
0: Aye, <laughs> I, I but only for counting.
1: <laughs> Fuck I, me. I was talking of, of Fiona and and beards, I don't know if, if Fiona has has seen the kind of the 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 new trimmings. Oh,
0: I, going I! I'm so going you know, to
1: send her the code for the show of the night. If it's, she, she approves it. of the, you know the, the, because the beard is kind of wispy compared to what it, it was like total wizard beard before, but now it's kind of like it's a bit more like just an overgrown goatee or something. I don't know, so I need to know Fiona if you approve.
0: What did I describe it as? Um, oh, I better know chin bars and, and pussy cheeks or something like that or something like that. Just think Velcro. Aye, aye. aye. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't pay for that. It's a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck> Ouch. <laughs> aye, I know, I know. don't know if was Sarah, the ripping it off or the joke. Um, so, uh, i tell you what would be quite cool is I really enjoyed playing me at broadcast and I realised that, um, that uh, so self-belief's been a, lot, a big part of it for me recently. I mean, I've always kind of struggled to to believe I was good enough to do things, and I, I always worked the hardest in, in the outfits, and then kind of received the less, at least or at least I got an equal share for an unequal amount of effort, you know. And then and then I had watched you for for so long um, as a professional, and thought this motherfucker's got it sorted. Like he knows what he's doing. Like you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying you're you're loaded, but I mean you're you're surviving eh? And and for me, if you can do what you love and and you survive, then that's about as successful as you can really need to. Hey?
1: Yeah, I mean that 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 actually, I think that is success. Being being able to, but I mean it, it's stressful because a lot of the time, you know, not 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 even just the last couple of years have brought the challenges of of, of their own. But even at the best of times, it's still like up and down, man. You know, sometimes uh, we're like fucking robbing Peter to pay Paul all the time, but. We're not in desperate shit. There's people a lot worse off financially than we are, and actually having a wee bit of financial stress is a small price to pay for not having any fucker breathing down your back, you know. Well,
0: I, I mean, that's recently how I've, um, how I've started to look at it, and, and uh, I mean, I have been hustling like as much as I can and trying to make proper connections with the world over, like you know, I've been very humbled. Excuse me, by um people like, uh, like um. Like Larkin Poe and, and and Ray Wiley Hubbard and that taking the time to speak to us, you, you know. Now,
1: I really liked your uh, your slot with uh Sugar Rayford. Oh, did you
0: watch that? Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we played a festival together in uh, in France, probably about two thousand and eighteen. Uh, and he was one of the headliners and uh, he was brilliant.
0: Wow. He's amazing, eh? Freaking...
1: Ladder than life.
0: <laughs> I, oh, he's so cool, though. I mean, like, I tell you what, he, he told me after it. So it's so kind of like this this kind of backstage area like, um, on the streaming platform. And uh, we were talking away and he said, you know, Ian, I don't know what it is, man, but when I first spoke to you, I thought, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, man, but he's like my brother from another mother. Because because I was straight up with him, right? I, I fucking gave him a hard time it no showing up for my first interview with him. But and then he real, and then I realised it wasn't his fault, and he was like, ah, "Mate, just here." He gave me his own email address, and I was like, ah, "I'll fucking I'll talk to you." Never mind that idiot in the middle. And then and we just go we just hit it off like yeah, great. <laughs> you know, I sometimes you know, but I I find that though. I mean, this um, this whole uh, I want to call it community. Like, I mean, me and Fiona started this show because. Well, you know, we wanted to still be um, creatively active and, and offer a platform to uh, to artists in, in the same time, you know, while, you know, enjoying it, you know. And, and it's kind of worked out for our benefit because we've created a, a lot of friendship for ourselves, you know, by accident type thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hear
0: you. Oh, man. I don't know how the fuck to share this. How did you share that? How's that?
1: I think it did. I'm not very sure. It's not. Let, it's let me share it to my profile. It's not let me share it to my page. Right. I'll
0: damn
1: me Like am fucking right. I'll damn me I've no idea what. That's why it was such a clusterfuck at the beginning, man. i, no, I, I mean, I know my way around uh, your Zoom and fucking Podbean. The only the only reason I even actually had Podbean in my phone was to listen to your because I'm. I, Never really able to listen to uh, Gaulty and the Gator live on a, a Friday lunchtime, but I always listen to it back on Podbean when I'm out for a walk as soon after as I can. Uh, so that's only, but that's all I'd ever done was just like listen to your show on it.
0: We really appreciate that. I mean, like, like there's been a few people that have stood out, like we're supporting us, and I mean, I know that you feel the struggle, um, a lot of the time. Um, you know, as an artist, eh? So it means a lot that you you kind of give us a leg up, and you know it, the reason that you know we've done this, we've been talking about doing a live podcast for ages, like, yeah. And I was like, ah, well, you know, if he's got the bollocks to go and do a live thing on fucking Bandcamp, you know, in front of everybody, and and can sell tickets for it, then it'll no hurt to have a and We'll just have a blast at doing a live pod bean, you know. And then, <laughs> I tell you what, the fucking interface is brilliant. Like, check us out. Sorry, guys. Like for anybody who's just listening into my fish, right? But this is an amazing. Watch.
1: You know what I mean? Did you? You, you were just able to play. That, it.
0: that was me. Aye, that was me. Like, watch <laughs> this. Watch this. Hilarious.
1: See. Oh man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to investigate this stuff. That's
0: cool. Fuck okay, Aye, but uh, this is the best part, right? And this is the bit I love the most because this was my original plan before you fucking showed up late. Like. <laughs> so we can talk over the top of your music. See, that's my man. <laughs> Nobody. because <laughs> so I I, I, you know I had this big plan, like you know. Um, but so I, I mean, it's a great platform, and I think, I think it's you know what people are lazy, right? People didn't really want to be signing into shit and. And and creating accounts and all that, and I'm like, oh, but if I give my email, you know, everybody's a fucking, everybody seems to know technological fucking warfare better than the people <laughs> then it. Day, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you know, everybody's a skeptic, and and you know, oh, I don't want to give my email address in case you know, like they invade our country or something. And <laughs> like, oh. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. And, and and then and then there's the lazy folk who just like, oh, that's too much hassle. Is it on Spotify type thing? Which is half the reason I, t- I tried to get it. Distributed so well, but you know, but it seems to work quite, quite fine. Anyway, one other thing. When, when are we did when we did our show,
1: <laughs> it's funny. I think I can't remember if I, if I mentioned it last night. I I don't think I'm really going to get back to touring until next properly until next year. Everything yeah. is so nuts with trying to get. You see that that broadcast show we did together in Glasgow. Mm. It's it, it's kind of like all uh, the the good venues, um, are blocked being blocked. I mean, they've always been blocked by promoters anyway. But it's even worse because all these promoters are trying to squeeze in two years worth of missed and rescheduled shows into the I, next six months. Aye, I, I, I get you. All right. And that's that's one of the that's one of the issues, and we're still not. I am still a bit unclear over the effects Brexit's going to have.
0: I know I I, I don't think anybody's worked that out. Not even the fuckers that decided to do it. Honestly, yeah, you know, uh, I'm
1: on the musicians' unions national live performance committee, and we we meet uh, every couple of months, usually in London. But if if it's locked down the end, there've been Zoom meetings. But it, <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be that. Uh, if you're like you and I, where you basically just carry your shit with you, yeah. it's not. We're not going to need carnies or anything like that. Uh, if you're starting to ship stuff or use trucking and stuff, it's oh, a I real. To check it <coughs> it's going to cause you problems, but there will no doubt be a whole load of even even if we don't have travel and entry problems, uh, because I mean I've been going to the states for. 10, 12 years, and okay, visas and stuff are a pain in yeah. the ass and expensive and time-consuming, but it's not impossible. Um, So I can't see it being a showstopper, it being a showstopper, other than it being just making things inconvenient and more hassle than it should be, but it might, it could cause us a bit of a fucking tax nightmare. Um, I can imagine that, like, I mean, you can end up paying tax there and tax here and if there's no international tax treaties, it's uh, it, oh man, it, it fucking melts my brain to deal with all that shit.
0: You're a lot sharper than I am with that stuff. Like, I mean, I I try and I mean, you're lucky if I pay my bills. me weeks, do you know what I mean? Never mind fucking paying tax. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. You no, know, but I mean, um, but it's it's how you pay tax and where you pay tax and why you're paying it. You know, it's fucking nuts. Do you know
1: what I mean? Honestly, the tax year ain't shite if they could get away with it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Is, I mean? I'm just I'm embarking on my. Uh, I'm I'm pretty fastidious about it because, um, for 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 such an independent person, I'm I'm actually quite. If if there's something that I can't do anything about, I'm I'm usually quite compliant with it, and yeah. uh, so I I generally my year ends the fifth of April. And, uh, so I, I usually try, although I know I've got until, what is it, the following January or something, but I've usually got my, my accounts done and my, my fucking tax return in before the end of April, because I just, I don't want to get hit by something horrible at the last minute. And then I've got no, no money to pay it. Yeah. yeah,
0: Uh, I mean, have a meltdown over it, you know, Um, so, uh, is there anything you want to you want to still achieve? Uh, it's a hard one, eh? Because there's that much you get up to.
1: Do you know? Just, uh, I just, I just want to. Uh, I want to still be doing this until I f- fucking pop my clogs, and that might be next year. It might be when I'm seventy. It might be when I'm eighty. Fuck knows when it will be. But I'll, I'll, I, I want to be. I mean that's what that's one of the reasons that I, th- I think the independent music route is the best. I've got loads of pals that have been in, been in bands that have had strings of top ten hits and stuff, and and people that used to be in famous bands, and and others that are are in famous bands, but they're basically, um, you know, they're having great fun. But will they still be doing it in five or ten years? I I don't know. They're kind of. I I just feel that like I want to be in charge of my own destiny. You know, if anybody if, if anybody's going to fuck it up, well, let it I, be I, it. you. you, eh? hey. I mean, you. you, you know, I don't want to be reliant on anybody or anything. And it took
0: me a long time to get to that way of thinking, like, but uh,
1: And just, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Do you know what? Margaret thinks I'm OCD and a control freak and stuff, and I don't. I, I don't necessarily think I am. I just. I've got no time for farting about chasing after gigs and stuff, and somebody else turning around and saying, Can you do it? Or, you, you know, I don't know.
0: I'm just. It's something that's caused me um, quite a fair bit of like breaking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I uh, well, you know, I'll tell you what it is, right? Like, um, I talk about this quite openly now. I didn't even give a fuck anymore. They either like it, or they don't. The truth's the truth, isn't it? Um, so I mean, like I, I've actually uh, found myself not working with people because because something will be um, less important to them, but equally as important to me. And then it's all right for them to let you down for that thing, but not for something else. And then at what point do you draw a line with that behavior when you're both the equally responsible and only one is putting the work in? Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or you know, or however many people in the band it might be. Everybody's
1: got to have the same, be on the same wavelength for sure. it's more important for somebody to be fucking washing their hair, or, or, you know, uh, I suppose that's an old analogy. But you know, if it's if it's top priority for you, it's got to be top priority for everybody else that's involved.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and I tell you, I think that's why we we make this uh, podcast work. Um, I mean, I'm not. We don't have a lot. Of, we don't have a massive amount of followers yet. But we've only started in December, like yeah. Do you
1: know what I mean? Like we only... The thing is, that I think too many people attach too much. I don't give a. It's not that I don't give a fuck about people, and I don't give a fuck about uh, Spotify. And I, I, I love all that, and I love the fact. That, but you know, it doesn't. I, I don't look at the numbers ever and think. Oh, how come they, somebody else has got all oh, the, oh, these monthly listeners, and I've only got this, or I've got or I've got millions of likes, and they've got none. I, I, I don't think any of that. Re- Do you know? At the end of the day, the first priority thing that matters is: Are you are you enjoying it and having fun, and are you happy?
0: Aye, we were speaking about this actually. Aye, I mean that's the one thing about. So I mean, like um, I played in this place uh, last weekend. Um, a wonderful, yeah. I think you know Colony uh, doing the ranch. So anyway, oh, yeah.
1: Colin
0: up. Campbell. No, Colin Smith.
1: Colin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Colin Campbell's a blues manager.
0: Yeah. Colin Smith. Yes, I do know. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was down at his place. eh? Yeah. And, uh, oh, we've got a new joiner. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Mind if anybody wants to fucking, um, anybody wants to ask him and you can stick it in the comments and I'll pretend I can read and try and make a noise with it, you know, but, um, so I, yeah, it was a great gig. And, um, you know, I, I, I just found that, uh, big confidence booster on everything else and yeah just a uh, great great place to play like
1: yeah so I mean the stats don't really matter what matters is that, you know, like we just said uh, enjoying it having fun and being happy and then uh, after that you know it's there's no point in having fucking 300,000 monthly Spotify listeners if you play a gig and you can only get three folk in, in, in the room so uh, you know, there's all sorts of I mean, everything matters, but nothing matters.
0: <laughs> I know. I it all plays a tiny wee part, in what will happen in the end, I pay. Eh? But um, if you invest too much in it, I think. Eh, I mean, there was a see where we started this. Like, it was an illness for me. Like, I was like fucking every day checking. Oh, is it growing? And to be fair, right? I mean, obviously, it's at the start. It's quite a healthy way to be to make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. But now, um, I think we're well enough known within the the scene. To to actually, I mean, we had Robert Cray approach us yesterday.
1: Do
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So and uh, like and
1: you know, and the thing of... is, a it's a really small world because already you know, mm. looking at, at the the folk that you've interviewed uh, and stuff, and the, the 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 friends in common and stuff, it, it's it's quite a small world. And it's frightening, I. Eh? <laughs> But, but that's what one of the, the great thing. I mean. I used to manage a, a lot of bands and stuff and artists, and one of the best bands I ever managed, they were a sort of alt rock band and uh, absolutely amazing band. But geez, it was so hard because see, when you're in a, a bit of a niche like we are, mm-hmm. you can target. The right people. You can find your listeners. You can find your audience. You you can. It's quite easy to identify your you know your avatars, your 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 publics. But if you're something that's dead universal, oh, I you're don't know like, well, this could appeal to fucking anybody. How how the fuck that target anybody? How do I reach the right people? Because the right people's fucking everyone. I we, know. We, we, we know that right. These these are the channels. These are the folk that share our interests. This is what we believe in. And people that like us believe in the same things that we believe in. And it's got, sometimes it's not even a musical thing. It's just, you know, there's, I mean, I've got as as many fans through things as diverse as barbecue, whiskey, paddle boarding, making pizzas, (coughs) mountain biking. And it's these personal connections that we, we can make and identify the people that... So I know that, well, these these people maybe normally listen to fucking Barry Manilow.
0: Oh, funny fucking story about that. She better put it in the comments and I'm going to end up a fucking play <laughs> Actually,
1: you know, I've, I've that reminds me of, of a story. Uh, because one of the first ever trips to the States, and it was a very early show on the tour, and uh, there was a band on the bill called the Ditch Runners, who have since become great friends and all... The, all the spin-off bands have become good pals. Uh, oh, you're going to see Barry and June, Fiona, for fuck's sake. I know, I know, Concord I know. has landed. It's over. It's funny, I remember having a dilemma when I was a teenager. I had a, a poster of Bob Dylan live at Budokan on my bedroom wall, and I remember looking at it and going, fuck, you know, right, what, what is the difference between Bob Dylan and Barry Manilow? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was a really important thought to have because at the end of the day, they're performers, they're singers, they're songwriters, they're musicians. I, get, I think Bally Manlow probably plays the nose flute or something, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, y- y- you know, and and it's all image and approach and I, it's, it's, it was weird, it fucked me up. But anyway, sorry, back to the, back to the Ditch Runners. So we're in this place in a place uh, in in Rhinelander in Wisconsin in the Midwest, and everybody's completely cunted before the gig, absolutely out their box. Aye, and, um, unfortunately, what usually happens is uh, when we go there, everybody thinks, "Oh, David Margaret," because you can't say cunt in the states. It's really you bad. I say
0: cunt in my house, like when Fiona's about. Well, call a lot a of really... I'm a forever call her a crabbit cunt. A... <laughs> I still think of it as, as mostly a term of endearment. I know,
1: I know, I but she's a good cunt, and that's what matters. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know in the in the states is such a? I mean, it's a real no-no. I mean, even amongst the hardcore, it's a no-no. But <laughs> we find before we go into it, people start posting on Facebook. Hey, great, we can see cunt now. David and Margaret are coming. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the, that's the, anyway, so we were up in Rhinelander and we were all counted, and uh, <laughs> I had done, actually I don't know if you've ever come across a guy called Toby Keith. Toby, hi, Toby Keith. Uh, so he, he's a <laughs> sneaky, clean, right, very right-leaning uh, country. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't want to say too much against him. I can say a lot against his politics. But but as a guy, actually, you know, him and his crew and the way we were treated was absolutely fantastic. We'd been on... I'd been on a UK tour, and the last night of the tour was a Saturday night down in South Wales somewhere, Swansea or something. And uh, I'd just announced a gig in Edinburgh, I think, a couple of days before... So on the Friday there'd been all these, all quite often you announce a gig and you get quite a lot of people. Can I open for you? Can I? And, and do you need it? Can I open it? Can I be your guest? Can I blah blah? And and it, and it's great, but the, the problem is that a lot of these people are don't know the reality and they think they're going to go to an a, a gig and they're going to get they're going to play to a thousand people and stuff, but it's only fucking me. So you know the chances are they're actually going to draw more. They're better and going to draw more people than I am. Oh, yeah. But they think it's going to be a great thing too. Anyway, I saw this uh, email come in and it was something about Edinburgh and something about Toby, somebody or other, and I just skipped past it. Anyway, the next morning Saturday morning, Margaret said, oh, did, did you see the, the, the message from so-and-so? A, a, promoter, a promoter that we know well, um, part of Live Nation and uh, <laughs> I said, no, no, I didn't see it. Oh, they're, they're wondering if uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, uh, when we get back to Scotland, can can you open for Toby Keith at the Usher Hall in Edinburgh? And I was like, well, who the fuck's Toby Keith? I've no idea. I'd actually thought that that email coming in was from some, some dick called Toby. <laughs> <opened> <laughs> a,
0: some chancing bastard thing. I so, as
1: it was, you know, it was a great experience. I, the, the tour manager, I mean, there was like five Pantechnicans that had been there for three days setting up this show. And uh, when I when I got, I don't know why they 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 wanted me to open the show, but anyway, it wasn't certainly wasn't to sell tickets because it was sold out, and it was sold out mostly with Americans who couldn't see Toby Keith in the states because the gigs sell out so fast. So there's two and a half, three thousand folk there, and uh, I have no idea who the fuck Toby Keith is, and uh, turns out he's a bit right wing and a bit there, but as as an individual. All the people that were involved were amazing. And uh, what was it I was going to say about it? All right. Okay. So that that was that. Now, also, as you mentioned earlier, I played with Steve Earle. Oh, he's my hero, eh? You the exact opposite politically and uh, oh, a good guy, guy all around. Absolutely yeah. amazing guy. So we, we, I go to this gig and they uh, say, so, you, know, so you played with Steve Earle. And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you saw that, great. I said, uh, I also played a gig with Toby Keith. And they, they all just, you couldn't, you know, it was like, it was like me saying i opened for Barry Manilow. If you said you're for Bruce Springsteen, that would be heroic. Uh, but if you say you opened for Barry, Ma- Barry Manilow, you're going to get laughed at the park, probably, you know?
0: I know, and here's Fiona, a way to take her knickers in her bag, you know what I mean, for the guy. <laughs> he must be the he summary. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead, <laughs> I don't know. but um, the how other we, part, we, you know where you go. Uh, see why is faulty. I'm going to take
1: advantage of it. Back <laughs> Galt is faulty. Hopefully not for longer Then no, there was another know. show I remember. On I think it was in that same tour. It was a, another place I'd never been before. It was a, a, in Detroit. Uh, there's an area in Detroit called Wyandotte and I was playing this. Game. There's a band over there called uh, the Goddamn Gallows, and one of the guys from Goddamn Gallows, Fish Guts was opening the show that I was playing. And uh, there's all these folk about right, with uh, goddamn gallows, like cut-offs and everything on. And uh, all these patches, uh, so I must have seen about seven or eight of them saying, fuck Toby Keith, listen to Waylon.
0: <laughs> oh, brilliant,
1: brilliant. That kind of sums up country music, really, because there's so much great country music, but there's also some fucking terrible stuff.
0: Aye, aye, kind of, absolutely, and uh, I, I think that's across the board, like yeah. Um, I've been quite uh, roped into a few arguments about uh, blues music, and you know, like what is it, and, and and you know, how how should it sound? And I was the biggest argument I think um, that's uh, kind of relevant now is like blues rock. I mean, if it's blues rock, then fair enough. But if it's rock and you're calling it that to get an extra coverage, then don't fucking bother, you know. Um, there's quite a lot of you know people either one way or the other about it, like eh? oh. So I normally mean, just tag somebody into the argument and then watch it escalate, you know. <laughs>
1: it's funny. I mean, you, you look at some of the stuff on Facebook. I mean, we'll use, like, the the it. That, like, there's fucking fights breaking out. It. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, seen see behind that
0: fucking keyboard, like you know. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and start it. we me and Fiona uh, spoke about this a while ago, and to give uh, Fiona our, cre- uh, our fair credit, right? She's a broadcasting genius. Says her that wrote, writes the writes the kind of system and doing the shows. out, she does a lot of the um, the research on on the topics that you can't find very readily, you know. And It gives us a wee edge, and she's also the one that will sit there and ask questions that that nobody would give a fuck to think about, you know. So, um...
1: like, what'd you put in your beard?
0: I, know I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Aye, I never said she was a hundred percent like, but anyway. <laughs> but was um, a big question. I it was that. because she's asked it to every single person that's had oh, a beard. Okay. Um, even 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 the folk that don't have beards. Right, well Johnny Bergen is one of them, I eh? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Bergen. <laughs> oh, man. I, but, uh, no, he's, uh, I know I Johnny Bergen Johnny Bergen loved the question, eh? I I she, did, she's, yeah. she's a she's a class actor Fiona, like. She's a great broadcaster. I mean I, I only bring the the knowledge of the music really and and the a, a few of the connections, well, a lot of the connections I suppose, but I mean she is the genius behind the, the some of the ideas, like yeah. And one of her ideas was um, doing doing a live show from from here, you know, like at my at mother' house, you know. Right. I'm going to start that, like you know. And in fact, I'm pretty sure I asked you a while ago, eh? But you were too busy at the time. Right? Can you remember that? Yeah, I know you're a bit old. I'm not sure,
1: probably. <laughs> aye,
0: aye, 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 so it's pretty much the same idea, like um, <clears throat> as like you did it, uh, Jeffs play, uh, Jeffs and Stirling. You know, same oh, idea. Yeah. But here, but the only difference here is like you can get wasted and and play pool. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's all good, like. Eh? <laughs> From oh. ba- from Banley Mano to cunts, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mind if you're enjoying this? Show my man, eh, give it a fucking share eh, instead of calling us cunts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll probably sort something out. Like that would um, be quite good fun. Hank. grand. You know, I, I that's another wee avenue for yourself as well. Like, yeah, I think that if more people, if more people had a sense of community, like um, the music industry itself would be better off. Like. There's too much competitive uh, mindset
1: with a lot of it, I think. Yeah, and you know, there's no. It's a funny thing. Why? Why anybody would be, sort of, so protective? Because really, at the end of the day, everybody's different, and you could. You could take the same song and give it to five people at a venue and give it to five people. And the five people are all going to do something different with it. And some people are going to like some of them. Some people are going to like all of them. Some people are going to hate some of it. And it's nothing to do. You know, it, 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 it it's, everybody, everybody's different. It's no like everybody's trying to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, aye, and I tell you, the other thing about it is as well, let's not get away from the fact that, like, um, I was talking to Sugar A about this, actually. Um, there's nobody ever, ever um, been worse off from helping somebody. No.
1: Unless it was a fucking
0: junkie or, 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 or somebody who, who obviously you shouldn't have been helping. Like, hey, you're probably one of them if you were helping them. <laughs> if it was that situation, then fair enough. But, you know, generally speaking in this industry, helping uh, helping. People is genuinely the way to go. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what we've always done. I mean, me and Fiona have kind of worked hard to to put the artist before the the show type thing, you know. And so that's why we kind of do the Zoom calls and and the ones with the chats. Excuse me, I've, I've had a bit two cans, eh? So I mean, um, but bagged up. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, and then clip it out, and it just it's all nice, pristine sounding, and you know, and it lets the listeners actually connect with the, the artist, you know, it's a it's a good premise, like, you
1: know. I'm just, sorry, it's funny, that I've just, my, my screensaver woke up on the computer, so I can't really see this on my phone but I can see it on the computer screen. There's somebody saying, good show, boys, it's uh, M-N-H-P-G-K-P-Q.
0: Oh, fucking usernames, eh? How are you meant to tag them in our chat?
1: Evening, Dave, from Martin. But What Martin is this? Martin you need to tell me which Martin you are. (laughs) Because I know a lot of Martins, and your handle on here has not given me any fucking clue. M-M-H-P-G-K-P-Q. Fuck's sake. I have no idea. Sorry, Martin. I have no fucking idea who you are. You need to give me a bigger clue than that. Give me the the first letter of your second name. Oh, yeah, Zogi, I've got you, man. (laughs) Not for long. Not for long. Not for long. I know who it is. <laughs> Fucking
0: I magic. You. <laughs> Hope this is giving me a laugh, man. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, here, listen. You're the best. You're the best guy to, uh, to have one side with. We start things like this because, um, even before we go, we go to to work with each other and, and properly be you know, friends, so to speak. Um, I would. I I actually did. Um, on Michael Messer's advice, uh actually reach out to you to get help because I wanted to make the best job I could of the last single, you know, that I released. And um and I, and he was like, Well you know what, like Dave's a good guy. If he, he used to work with me and you know, if you fucking ask him, he'll will help you if you're genuine. And and it <laughs> was written it was right enough, eh? he was right enough, you know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he and he's a good guy. He is, he's a fucking honestly, oh, he's one of my heroes, like yeah, I mean He's helped me in ways that you'll never imagine. Um, he he takes the time to, to speak to me about like my playing or or my or my decisions and you know and to to make sure that I'm not being stupid about you know because you know I'm still learning a lot you know I mean I, I can maybe play in that but ah uh, fucking there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that in the music
1: business that I'm quite naive about and I yeah, listen up. I think I think I think we're destined to always. <laughs> to to be learning and because as soon as we get a fucking handle on something, the the shit moves. It's like the goalposts I, I, move.
0: I I know I know. There's always somebody got a better idea that changes all the other good ideas. It's fucking nuts, man. Honestly, it's nuts. And uh, I don't know. Like I, I I just want to survive. I don't want to go back to to killing my hands, um, working a shit job and. And um, I've turned a corner in how I see myself as a, you know, as my voice and my playing ability and my ability to go out and hustle on my own, you know. Yeah. So And I think um, had it not been for people like you and Michael and Fiona and and all these other people who are right behind me, had it not been for you guys, like I'd still have been like fear today stuff because I always thought I needed somebody
1: else. Do you know what I mean? That's interesting that because uh, in a way. Though there are so many similarities the way we approach things. But my problem has actually pro- possibly been being the exact opposite, thinking I could fucking do it when I couldn't. <laughs> I, well, I was uh, well, well, you know. This has probably come up in, in loads of interviews. People probably heard it a million times. But you know, as soon as I got a guitar when I was like eighteen or whatever, uh, I I took I, I knew the first two I'd see. C and E minor. So I could play the first two lines of Space Oddity and I would go uh, I would go down to Trongate in Glasgow and just say, this is ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> On repeat. Because I knew it was so shite that nobody would stand and stop and listen. It kind of went a bit like... Um, it went a bit like... Uh, mm-hmm. To Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. On fucking repeat, man. And, and it wasn't as together as that. That wasn't very together, but it wasn't anywhere near as together as that. Hi, oh, fucking, hey, listen. So I was going out I, trying to play gigs, trying to play, trying to, trying to, not really trying to make money. I needed to make some money, but uh, just. Uh, do you know? I, I just, oh, I, I, kind of, I wasn't. I was a bit thick skinned, and I actually sometimes I, I probably didn't do myself any favors because I, I would I would barge out and do shit before I was really ready.
0: Aye, <laughs> I, I, I think we've all been guilty of that, the eh? way. So Fiona, if you're still there, sweetheart, what do you think of this live podcast idea? It's fucking decent, eh? We should do more of these. I think I think this will catch on, eh? this is quite cool because folk can like see what they think, eh?
1: Do you, do you know what I think, I think is, is good about this? Is, is It's a bit like we're just having a chat on the phone like we would normally do. Poker <laughs> getting to listen in. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know. And you know the other cool thing is, funny you played your guitar there, right? I was going to message you. So I bought, remember at broadcast, I spoke to you about, um, about the string gauge you use because yeah. I was using 15s or 16s and I still felt they were a bit... Um, a Who's bit, he asked? Uh, I, I, I used to play, be a bass player. Oh, wait! To, wait to hear this, right? This is the the gauge that I got for you. You
1: are didn't you? get anywhere else, by the way. Are, are, are you liking them? Oh, amazing!
0: Check it out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, it's just it, there's a funny thing though that we have. Let put this guitar down in the back of the room. Um We have when National launched the signature guitar. One of the one of the things that we we wanted to do was, or I was keen to do with the the signature guitar was come up with a an instrument. I mean, you'll know yourself that Resonators don't really like being retuned. No, they don't.
0: Um... They
1: kind of settle into. A certain tuning, so I always would have one guitar in open G, one guitar at that point in open C for the last twenty years. Open C, open G, and uh, when when we were put when National were developing this guitar, we apart from the you know a lot of the, the technical things from a playability point of view, I wanted to be, I wanted to have a guitar that if push came to shove. And I could only travel with one instrument that I could change tunings on it, and it would, it, it would cope with it and stay in tune, and also would sound okay in standard tuning.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I can't quite get it to do a banjo impression yet, but I'm working on it. Um. But the so one of the things that became very apparent, or two of the things that I was going to have to change from my point of view to be able to help make this work was rather than playing an Open C, was to go up to Open D, because going from an Open D tuning to an Open G tuning isn't a huge amount of changes in tension on the cone. Um, whereas going from Open C was quite low. That was, was just going to play havoc with everything. And yeah, uh, be great. I have a big in... so th- there was that point. And then also uh, it gets to a point when you're play- not playing with a bottleneck that if the strings are too heavy, it just sounds a bit weird. So I've actually, there's, we haven't really launched them. There's a, we're, we're moving over from the strings that that you got to, it's not really a hybrid set, but it's, there's a kind of few allowances. I think that unwound 24, uh, one wound 26 for a third is now down to a 24, which is still pretty meaty but it just makes a difference between being able to ring out in regular tuning. So there's a new packaging and a new that they're working on. So they're they're kind of slightly lighter on a couple of the strings, but not much.
0: I think the funny thing about it um, when it it comes to playing guitar as well is um, I am one of these guys who, because I used to play bass um, and kind of conditioned my hands to... To, to handle heavier strings and then play double bass and then took up slide, um, it doesn't really feel like a big deal but later on in playing bass my my, my bass strings were probably as fucking light as the the guitar strings on that resonator are heavy you know
1: somebody well I think when you were here you saw the cigar box that one of my online guitar students sent me up, it's brilliant three strings but a while back I played the cigar box festival down oh, in yeah. Manchester God it's probably about nine or ten years ago who's got a cigar box and I said to the guy I, I don't play cigar box really I mean I played I got a song called dragonfly that I played in a homemade diddly bow and then there was a couple of songs I recorded in Finland using somebody else's cigar box and they're saying oh it doesn't matter just uh, just just go for it um, and oh Martin's sharing the show and he likes the strings thanks Martin unite the clans hell yeah You're a so man thank you <laughs> so uh, uh, but what the guy that organized that uh, festival thing I don't know if it's still going um, sent me uh, like a one string cigar box oh, cool. fucking huge big long neck on it and it's got a bass string a bass g string on it
0: Oh, but like c 6 Steve used to have one, eh? One
1: big fuck off tuning peg. Aye, aye. Because uh, he was basically trying to make something that I couldn't break. <laughs> Fair enough. That thing's still on it. <laughs> I tell you,
0: we had a guy actually. Uh, have you ever heard the? If you want what they called him, if you can remember, um, the new or oh, the farmers. What are they called? Um, shit. The, the guy, the guy actually um, makes cigar boxes, and he actually made the one that C60 played. Oh, he's, right. He's from Holland,
1: right? I, I and yeah, I think Green, I've
0: Green, seen that. or Henrik Green. He's got a band. I'm sure it's the new fucking something farmers, New American Farmers, New American Farmers. That's what they're called. They're a Dutch band, and he was one of the first guys we spoke to. Ah. Because he saw me playing a cigar box or some shit like that. I used to have a couple actually. I had a banjo made out of an oil can, <laughs> but I gifted it to my pal. You know, because he was choking to kind of play, and I've still not showed him for a call. So I, you know, <laughs> we have
1: got a pal in uh, in Nashville that's got a, one made out a lobster pot. Uh, not not a lobster pot that we would see on the. Uh seashore here, you know, not like one of these things with wood and netting, but it's like a big round, I think it's maybe the kind of pots they cook lobster in over there. All oh, right, okay. I can't remember what he calls it. It's got a name. And then another guy, the guy in the Cannibal Ramblers has got a pootar, which is like a, it's made out of a harpoon. <laughs> There's some crazy shit over there. And you've probably seen Rev Payton with his, uh, his various uh, axe guitars and gun guitars and stuff.
0: Aye, that's right, aye. I tell you, I'm choking to get him on our show, right? Um, aye, the, he seems like the nicest guy, right?
1: They're good people.
0: Aye, aye, aye. But the, I tell you what, see the middleman. I don't know about the middleman. I'm not convinced that they are. Um, because it's the, same, it's the same people that uh, can let us do my sugar, eh? Do you know
1: what I mean? I think you, you just have to keep plugging away sometimes. They, sometimes Aye, I,
0: I'm going to, I, I'm going to. I mean, um, I, I tell you, there's been a few, I, I, I always kind of name drop because I mean, it's a profession, eh? But um, there's been a few of them, like a few of the PR guys and a few of the, the managers that have been fucking incredible. I was like, I mean, like really lovely. I mean, like really lovely. i tell you, one guy in particular who I will mention is uh, Bobby Rush. Bobby Rush is a uh, manager. And PR guy was so sound. He kept us an update. He was like, well, we need to change the time because this is happening and we're in this state. He says, eh, but I'll tell you what, I promise you, when we get to Boston, I says, we'll do us something here." And when you come on the screen, eh, Bobby Rush was apologising and told the, the guy to fuck off out the room until he had the conversation and that. You <laughs> know, <laughs> ended up playing uh, a few songs on the, uh, the harmonica and that. It's just lovely people, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, that's
0: um, good, man. And I think the community in general... You know, people like yourself who have done a bit and seen a bit of the world, and and still, still relatively successful, still trying all the new stuff, um, without worrying about how it makes them look. You know, like I mean, I mean, you know, you're a professional musician. You put on a great show, my wee boy. Fucking, we Deacon loved it right now. Deacon isn't a big, isn't a big fan of like, um, like everything I do, right? But see when he can relate to something like so he knew we we, we were playing together in broadcast so well, he's like oh that's like my dad's pals like we're going to watch that you know and because you got him be, you know gave him the be put on and that you know so he felt like he could get you know I'm going to watch this because I I kind of know the guy you know but <laughs> he actually sat and watched it because he liked he liked the show as well that that changed you know after the first song it changed him do you know what I mean he was now watching it because of the show and not because of you does <laughs> that make sense good. Aye, I was lovely. Aye, it was lovely, and 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 you know, I I just think that I just think it's an important thing. I mean, I, I quite like the band camp set up, but I honestly, honestly, I just want to, I just want to like no need to go back to work and can do enough stuff to 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 do what I love and and not die
1: start hungry, you know. <laughs> and and some of the stuff unfortunately takes a, a while to actually get a. An income stream established and flowing. You know, like you write songs and it always takes ages before they, they really start royalties start filtering through and and building up. And you know, it starts to you know, over time it starts to all contribute and be, be important, you know, whether it be stuff that you've done for for TV or film or songs that you've recorded in albums and stuff that you're playing live. Well, I-
0: I'm desperate to mention a particular film um, on this podcast, but I don't want to uh, fuck it up for you. So uh, you know, if you want to mention the film and who you've been doing it with, then by all means.
1: <laughs> I still can't see. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I did have a, a, a chat with the, the producer last week and uh, it, it's still in post-production, um, but I'm hoping that when said artist has a major album release later in the year, I think they're probably trying to keep everything under wraps until this album comes, and then it's going to be part of the PR also. Exactly. And by which time I might be in the fucking cutting room floor.
0: <laughs> aye, aye, maybe, you never know.
1: But, but, you uh, know, but from, a, from a writing point of view, you know as much as you can get on, uh, You know whether you get sync deals and stuff, and they're slow and it's hard to get them, and then you get something comes in, and then you think that's not going to happen. And then you know a few years later, the, there's a wee trickle of royalties, and that wee trickle becomes you know maybe more of a stream. And in itself, it's probably fuck all. But it's it's like the it's like all your your Spotify stuff and all your downloads and streaming royalties. You know, none of them by themselves in my world anyway are going to paint the town red. But yeah. they're all they're all they all. Are a, an important factor, you know, they all, well, once you start putting them all together, that's for me anyway, how we manage to weather the storm. Yeah,
0: and I think that, that I mean, I, I don't really want to be giving away my ideas on, you know, on a fucking public live stream, you know, obviously but um, I think uh, between the two of us like myself and Fiona, because she's an incredibly um, intelligent and incredibly talented writer um, she does a good radio show on her own without me, you know um, and between between the two of us, I think we could probably make it work, no problem, you know, because we we both work hard, and it's the first kind of working relationship that I've been part of that uh, we're both putting in the same for the same, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's vital.
0: Aye, absolutely, and and I admire the way you and Margaret do it. And, and um, in fact, I said that last night. Sure, on the uh, yeah yeah, yeah, I feel like yous two fuckers are the same as us, man. Like. She's like, no, that's not how you do it. <laughs> you look like you're oh, going to go. Shut up, stupid!
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I've been there, like, and then and vice versa, you know. <laughs> like, that 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 after show bit last night was a bit of a
0: riot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to send uh, <coughs> one of the code so she can watch it back. Like, she no, I don't think she was really up for it last night. She was a bit fucked. But oh, dude. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, But listen, um, I think. I think uh, we should probably let you go and enjoy your life and I, I think we'll play with we, uh preaching blues because I uh I done this a day. So if you want to fuck off, Dave, that's up to you, my man. But um thanks very much for your time. Well, and you Dave, it's been great talking to you, man. That's what it's all about, eh? And like this is the very first time we uh, we've ever done this. And I figured that because um, Fiona's been feeling a bit under the weather, like, I'll take the
1: hit if it doesn't work out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Just blame me. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, Fucker, it's his fault. I know. I screwed it up.
0: Your, your, your beard's too cool. Your beard's too cool. <laughs> Can it be him? I know his shower routine. <laughs> <laughs> aye, anyway, my fault then, aye? <laughs> right, my oh, fault man. is. Right, anyway, my man, listen, I'll catch you on the flip side, right? I'm going to stick the song on. Definitely we'll catch up soon, man. Take it easy, man. Bye-bye. Cheers.
1: Now, give us your right.
0: Hey! If you think this is a good idea, this live eh, podcast game, remember what let let us know the comments, and be sure to do want, because that's a good thing. Of your mind, and thanks
1: Travel on though, You just can't get up. <laughs> And I hope